0: What's going on? Welcome back to another podcast. As always, I apologize for any background noise in advance, and I'm currently eating fries, so don't mind the paper noise. Only if you hear it, though, because I usually pause. (laughs) You're like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Anyways, I didn't really have anything planned for today. Not that I normally plan my shit, but still. I've been doing a lot of thinking about relationships lately. Not that I really want to be in one, but I've been having a lot of those thoughts, right? Like, what I could do in a relationship. Anyway. I don't think being in a relationship really makes me... Necessarily a different person. Which is like a good thing obviously. Like it shouldn't make you a different person. But. I do think that I'm different when it comes to. Relationships like. Obviously everything. In life is different. Like you're a different person. Everywhere you go. Even though you don't really mean to. Like you do it because it works. If that makes sense. But that could just be me speaking from trauma. But. It's kind of true. Like, everybody has different faces that they put on for different activities. Like, you're not gonna be super duper silly at a fucking funeral type shit, you know? So that's what I mean by, like, being different at different places. I kind of realized that I don't like relationships because I've been at a point in my life where I'm like, I don't need anybody but the reason that I say I don't need anybody is because I'm used to being alone. And so, it's not so much that I don't need people, it's so much that I've learned to survive without people. And I realize that sometimes I can make people feel like shit because I tell them that I don't need them. Like, not directly, obviously, like, generalized, like if I say that. And I say that out in the open, then everybody around me gets, you know, builds that it's directed towards them. Even if I don't mean it to direct it towards them. And I feel like everybody needs people just out of, like, community. Like, you will drive yourself crazy just being alone. You feel me? And make yourself feel extremely lonely or just like, you need some sort of sense of community. Because without community, you don't really have anybody to reflect off of. And when you bring people into your life, they are in some way, shape, or form similar to you. And similar to your personality or your qualities. And I've been reflecting a lot about the fact that I tell a lot of people that I don't need them. And I remove myself from people's lives thinking that it's beneficial. And I've come to notice that that's because I've gotten used to being alone. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing because it makes me choose wisely when it comes to choosing people that I want in my life. But I do take it as in, like, I'm repeating my past hurts by allowing myself to close myself off to the world. And everybody tries to persuade me. Like, my mom tries to persuade me into going out and doing shit, but I always told her that I didn't, like, that's not where I find happiness. Which is true because I'm a homebody, like, I like to be at home and I like to not do the average shit. But I do like somebody to do that with, if that makes sense. Like, I'm at home most of the time and I like being at home. Like, that's where I'm really, really, really nice and cozy. Not that it's comfortable, Like, I don't like to say that it's comfortable, but I think it's comforting to be at home, right? So I really enjoy that. And in me being at home, I don't really mind being alone. But I also wouldn't mind having somebody to do shit with. Like, if I go to the fucking grocery store, I wouldn't have to go alone. Obviously, not every fucking time that I went, but, like, I wouldn't be as alone, but I'm also not, in a sense, like, lonely, if that makes sense. Like, I'm really used to being alone, so I find comfort in that, but I think my comfort is unhealthy. And... Being away from everybody is unhealthy. Even though I enjoy it. And... I think I needed to... Get to this point, just because... It makes me choose wisely. Like I said before. Like... It makes everything... Have more. Of an impact if that makes sense. Like now I don't just want to be friends with just anybody. I want to be friends with people. That I'm going to enjoy being friends with. And people that are going to want to do the same type of shit. But not only do the same type of shit. But take me out of my comfort zone. When I need that. And like have healthy. Bonds and healthy relationships. And everything like that. And. I think. Just from looking at my past and, like, observing my own history history and my present, I can take notes of things that I do just because I'm used to it, if that makes sense, like... I'm used to to, trying to get people to understand my point of view, even if they'll never understand my point of view. And that's something that I also had to learn to let go of. So I'm kind of thankful for the fact that I'm used to being alone because it's better than being codependent, in my opinion. But it's also worse than being codependent at the same time. Like, it has its own faults and its own flaws but i'm glad that i take notice of the flaws and that i'm able to introspect as much as i am because as much as i can say that it's kind of bad for me it's really good for me to be able to be alone because most people can't be alone like they need something and they need filler and i'm just not dependent on it but it's nice at the same time. Like, I do understand that it it's really nice to have company. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you and tell you that I don't want friends. Because that's a lie. Like I really enjoy having friends. But I also know that you have to be really cautious of who you're picking to be your friends, because some people are not I don't wanna say well intended, but some people don't care as much about you as you do for them, especially when you're friends. Because most people only really care about themselves or their, their romantic partners, and that's not who I want to be. So I want to have friends that prioritize me just as much as they prioritize themselves, because that's how much effort I put into relationships like platonic or romantic. I put a lot of people... Not to say that I put a lot of people first, but I like to put myself first. And with putting myself first, I put my values first as well. And part of my values is treat others how you want to be treated. And if I'm treating myself with the utmost respect, that includes my fucking community. You feel me? And I don't know. I've been on a really good streak lately of, like, not looking at all the bad parts of being alone. Which is a good thing, because normally I'm like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And I'm the problem. But I haven't been able to do that. Not that I haven't been able, because obviously I can do that any fucking time of the day. Like, whenever I want to. But I haven't. And that takes a lot of strength to not blame yourself especially when you come from people pleasing like that's your history because that's my history people pleasing but i'm also like really over that aspect of myself like i'm done putting other people first but in me putting myself first i want friends that give a fuck about me to like a big extent because i put myself out there. You feel me? Like, I'm really vulnerable when it comes to relationships, even if it's platonic. Like, one time my friend was on her period, and I fucking brought her- I bought her chocolate from one of the vending machines that I happened to be by, because I knew that she couldn't get access to that. Which is something kind of small, but I like the small things, because they add up to a bigger a bigger meaning, if that makes sense. Like, the small things are impactful. And the small things are small things that you remember. <clears throat> anyway. I realized that I kind of run away from things that piss me off. And I need to not do that because they piss me off for something that I see myself. Like... The fact that I make myself unheard by a lot of people around me. Like, I don't tell people about myself, and then I get mad that they don't know anything about me. Because I want them to ask, and because they don't ask, I blame them. But really, it's just that they shouldn't have to ask. I should just say what I want them to know. And then I go back and forth, because I'm like, if I want you to know this you're going to think that I only want you to know the good things about me if I only have good things to share. But, I don't know. I also think that a lot of people see me for who the fuck I am without me having to say anything. Like, if you have a conversation with me, you could tell that I've done a lot of growing and how you grow is through a lot of hardships. And so you kind of tell a lot about me without really having to know me. And so I kind of like that aspect, and I kind of understand a lot of my triggers now, which is really helpful, because now I go for the things that I want unapologetically, and I am myself unapologetically, and even the bad things that happen, I don't really feed into them that much, because I know that they're just temporary, like... I'm going to take notice of the things that I'm doing wrong eventually. You just have to be patient with me. And I have to be patient with myself because that's the biggest thing. Like, if I'm not willing to sit down and be like, look, it's okay that you do this. It's okay. But why are you having this emotion? Why are you having this reaction? And once I'm able to do that with myself, like right now, it goes a lot farther. And... I think that's why I've been thinking about relationships a lot like more recently. Just because I feel like I'm ready for something again. Like, for a long time I was really not going after anybody or trying to see anybody. Just because I knew that if I were to get into a relationship or anything of that nature. That it wouldn't work out. Just because I wasn't at a headspace where I was comfortable with not necessarily comfortable, but like that's the best word I could use. That I was ready for the triggers and the tribulations and the trials that comes with being in a relationship. Because you have to be wanting and willing to make shit work with another person and if I wasn't gonna make shit work because of my triggers and shit not being able to reflect, I knew that whoever I tried to go after, it just wasn't going to work. Like, I wasn't ready for that. And for the ups and downs that comes with relationships, that's another reason why I enjoy being alone. Because I know that there's a lot less ups and downs when you're by yourself. But that's also not living, if that makes sense. Like, the drama and the tea is part of life. And you have to kind of enjoy both aspects of that and whatever comes with everything which i'm okay with but i just don't want to overindulge is my problem like that's the reason why i removed myself in the first place from a lot of people just because i have a tendency to really enjoy the trauma and the shit like that like the bad things i really enjoy the bad things and i wanted to give myself time to be more healthy when it came to all that because not a lot of people around me do that or tried. You feel me? Like, And I don't really have a lot of role models to go off of. Like, my older two sisters married their high school boyfriends. And so I don't really get to ask them advice for when shit happens, you know? And... The one who's the closest to my age isn't married, so I can't really ask her for any advice. And then my next sister is younger than me, so I can't really ask her for advice. And I can't really ask my parents because my parents had the rockiest relationship, to put it in the nice terms, you know, the nicest words. It was very rocky, and my dad cheated multiple times and shit like that, so... I don't really want to ask them for it. Because they don't even know themselves. And. Even when I do ask for advice. It's very basic and. It's kind of like. I. Not that I feel like I know more than them. But in a way I feel like I know. Almost the same amount. So when I ask them it's kind of pointless. And when I ask them about things that I actually genuinely want to know, they don't really give, not necessarily the advice that I'm looking for, but it's more so like their time advice. Like if I ask my mom, what kind of man should I look for? When I, right when I was looking for dudes, she would say, oh, we'll look for one that's going to take care of you and put food on the table and be nice to you. And... That's pretty much all she would say, like... Which is obviously good advice, you feel me? Like, I'm not gonna say that it's bad advice, but... It kind of enforces gender roles and shit like that, because what if I wanted to be the breadwinner, and... The guy that I end up with wanted to... Be fucking stay-at-home person, you feel me? Like, the one that stays at home and cooks and cleans and does the rest of shit that... Well, obviously we'd both do that. But, like... That's what I mean, like... I can't really ask my parents for advice. Because they'll give me their time advice. Or what they know. And I don't really want to know what they know. I want to know from my time. What I should do. In real fucking time. In 2022. And I also can't ask my older siblings for advice. Because I like women. And... How am I going to go up to them and ask them a question that they don't know anything about? Like, they can't relate to it at all. And I think that I'm not going to sit here and say that being gay is hard. Because to me, it was never really a challenge just because I never really let it be a challenge. Like, there's certain people who didn't let me hug them or touch them because I was gay. Like, girl-wise, they thought that I was trying to fucking, I don't know. They figured it was some sort of sexual advance, right? So I wouldn't get hugs from certain individuals. But that to me wasn't like I wasn't tripping because I was so used to being ignored as a kid that being pushed away, I was already used to that. And so it didn't really hurt my feelings, although it obviously still did at the same time. Like I understood the pain that I was under, so it didn't really phase me is what I mean to say. Like I still recognize that it was hurtful, but it didn't really bother me. Because I was so used to it. And so numb towards it. And so I can't really just go out and ask just anybody for advice. Because a lot of the people around me are regular heterosexual cis people. And I don't really have any gay friends to relate to. Because the only gay friend that I did have in my physical reality right cuz like i have gay friends like that i know online and that i have over the phone and shit but like the real gay friends that i had only i only had one keep that in mind like i live in a big ass town i only had one gay friend and and when i say gay i mean lesbian because i know a lot of gay men but gay men are also somebody that I can't relate to because how am I going to ask a gay man about a female relationship when they like men as well? And they're a man, so that is what I mean by that. Anyways, back on topic. My only gay friend that was, like, real life was a major fuckboy. <laughs> like, she used to play with everybody. And... N- not give a fuck. Like, she had hoes on hoes and that's not what I want. Like, I'm a very hopeless romantic type of person where I want to bring you goddamn flowers and I want you to bring me flowers and I want it to be girly and shit because we're both girls and make you fucking cute shit. You feel me? And have matching outfits because we're girls and I want it to be cheesy and a lot of people just aren't like that. So it's not necessarily harder but it's more challenging because i have to face the reality that i live in and the reality that i live in is not as simple as like a lot of people think matching outfits is fucking cheesy and i'm like why like that's not that bad and they think that's corny and shit like that and people hate being corny and being sweet is overlooked nowadays obviously not for everybody but like the majority People don't like being sweet. Because they're like, Ew, that's so soft. And I'm from the hood. Woo, woo, woo. Especially where I come from. Like, oh my goodness. I'm not going to say that the people in my area are kind of iffy. Because that's everybody. You feel me? Like, everybody's iffy. That's what I mean. But that's also my own insecurities of, like, not knowing who's going to be able to handle my cheesiness and my courtiness. I always made other people feel like they're in movies and I'm kind of tired of that shit. Like, That's another reason why I kind of hermited myself because I'm I realized that me wanting to be taken care of as much as I take care of other people is kind of impossible because I might be a hopeless romantic in my mind but other people are not and I have to deal with the people that I bring in. And I think that's why I've also been thinking about relationships as well. Just because I'm like, I want somebody who's going to be like me. In the sense of like, take care of me. Like the way that I take care of them. And I realized that that was also partially my fault, like I said. Like, that's why I hermited. So I can introspect and reflect and take care of my needs before anybody else's. And in me taking care of my needs before anybody else's, I'd be able to see people for who they are and see if they're going to treat me the way that I'm treating them before I even get into relationships with them. And I think that's why I'm really infatuated with this famous person, because famous people by nature are extra, like by nature, they are extra as fuck. And cheesy and corny. Because you have to. Like to do like. Like for music and shit. You have to be corny. To make music. You have to be cheesy. Because your music reflects emotion. You feel me? So you have to be willing. To be weird. And be corny. And be cheesy. So by nature. Artists are just naturally. Cheesy and corny. So I've always been attractive to people. Attracted. To people who sing, to people who dance, to people who make music, to people who make art or who draw, or to people who just do art in general. Like, that could be any category. And, um, head over heels over this famous actress, just because, you know, to be an actress you have to be willing to commit to any role cheesy corny weird ugly pretty or whatever else comes with the character and i think that's one of the reasons why i've been thinking about relationships heavy a lot lately just because i'm like damn like i know that this person would try just as much as me and that's something that i find really beautiful like I find it beautiful that you're able to navigate not only your life, but your life while being in a balanced partnership. Like, that's something that's really challenging. You feel me? Like, marriage is not something that's easy. And I'm not talking about marriage, but like, that's the best way that I can make it into an analogy or like a metaphor. Because when you're going through life with somebody else, it comes with way more fucking challenges than it does if you're by yourself all the time. And take it from me, because I'm a fucking lone all the time. Like, it's challenging, but it's manageable. But when you have somebody else's needs that you need to take care of as well, it's a whole different set of challenges and issues and things that arise. Which is why I find it beautiful because life is this big roller coaster, and when you're able to get on a roller coaster with your best friend, it's a lot more fun. Like, just by nature, you have more fun when it's somebody that you want to be around. And I find that beautiful. Like, when you paint a picture. And you make two that are matching. I find that really beautiful. Like, I don't know, I'm just cheesy. Like, corny and cheesy unapologetically. Like, that's just my personality. And I find it... I find it beautiful that you can be yourself unapologetically. And... That's why I'm head over heels over this motherfucking person that doesn't know I exist. <laughs> but. I don't know. I don't find it unattainable. As odd as that sounds, I find most things that I go after, I get most things. Not everything's, 'cause Because I be giving up kind of quick. Not gonna lie. I get bored fast. Like. If it doesn't come to me quick, I'm like, meh. But I sometimes like the challenge that comes with it. So I take this as a challenge. You feel me? But not like a challenge as in, like, this is the prize. No, I take it as a challenge as in, like... Like, I'm strong enough to do this and commit to this and get to where I want to get to. Even if it takes a long time type of thing. And I hated that people used to treat me like a challenge like dudes would just be my friend for like the long haul and then as soon as i was broken up with the girl that i was with at the time they'd be like so you're single how's your life how's your love life and they would show a shit ton of interest but then as soon as i was in a relationship with a the girl they'd just pretend like i wasn't there and that's what i mean by challenge like they just wanted to Prove that they could do something. And I'm not trying to prove that I can do anything. I just know that I can. And I think it's beautiful to have that challenge. And not the challenge as in like a bad thing. A challenge as in like... Life itself is the challenge. And making it beautiful is a different challenge. And I like that aspect. But I think challenge is obviously, like, the wrong word. I just can't come up with the right word. I can never say the right thing. Anyways. So I guess that doesn't really matter. But challenge is probably the best way that I can describe that. Like, life itself is a fucking challenge. And my bigger challenge, my more exciting challenge, is to Make it motherfucking beautiful. With the person that I end up with. Because whoever I end up with. One is going to be lucky. Because I'm fucking hopeless romantic. So you know I'm going to make them feel like they're in a fucking cheesy ass movie. And two. I know that I'm going to be lucky. Because whoever I'm willing to commit to. Is going to show me the same effort. And that they're going to be patient with me. As much as I'm patient with them. You feel me? And the challenge within... Each other is that we'll make each other better human beings just because we're willing to put the time and energy that it takes to deal with the things that arise and put effort and want to put effort. I think that's the biggest reason that I've been thinking about it about relationships just because I'm like, I know that if I want to the person that I'm going to be with is going to also want to Because we're both going to be in a mind space of, I'm ready for this. I want this. This is going to work for me. And I'm going to make this work for me. And it's going to be challenging, but that's life. And I'm ready for this challenge. And this challenge isn't going to stop me. Because I'm strong. And I know that I'm strong. And I know that I'm worth it. And I know that the person that I'm with is going to be worth it. Like, from their point of view, I think it's also going to be a very beautiful thing. Like, a beautiful picture. Because by nature, you you can't have a whole rainbow at your fingertips and expect shit to be colorless. You feel me? And because of who I am, I know that the person that I'm going to be with is going to be similar to me. Because I want us to be similar. And you want to have kind of similarities with the person you're with as well as differences. I'm not saying that we're going to be the same fucking person, but I think we're going to have the same ideals and we're going to be able to speak on ideals, even if they're different and the challenges that come with being separate individuals, because we are going to have to live separate lives and manage living separate lives while being together. And do it in a way that's very healthy and productive for both of us. And that works for both of us. And not just pleasing each other for the sake of pleasing each other. But for the sake of like taking care of ourselves. like In order to not be stressed, you deal with the things that arise in your life. And then for the other person to not be stressed, they deal with the things that arise in their life. And so you work together. It's kind of like... Pushing a car up a hill. If one person's doing all the work, the other person's just gonna be pissed the fuck off. And get exhausted and give up. But if you're both putting the same amount of effort, you get over the hill a lot quicker. You feel me? So. I think it's just my mind space of like, I'm ready. Even if it's not perfect. Because I know that nothing in this world is ever perfect. And I think that's what I'm excited for the most. The fact that there's gonna be challenges. And that I'm ready for the challenges that arise because I know that I'm going to be able to reflect on myself because those challenges are going to come from my internal self and my internal feelings. Because the majority of the time when you have relationships where problems arise, where you just want to give up, it's stuff like, oh, well, this person's making me jealous and I don't like that they're playing games with me. I don't like that they're not answering me on time. I don't like this. I don't like this. And you blame the other person. But I'm kind of ready for not necessarily to put all the blame on myself, you know, because not everything is going to be my fault. But the way that I feel is my fault. And is my priority. And I'm ready to be able to recognize. When. It's my own insecurities. And. I'm really in this mind space of. Enjoying the fact that I'm able to. Introspect. From being alone. And from. Taking the time. That's necessary to be by myself. Because I know that the world doesn't fucking stop. Just for me. You feel me? And it's not like I'm never going to go integrate myself into fucking regular life again. Like, I live a regular life. It's just that I don't really do what the majority is doing. And I don't know. I think that's what makes me so infatuated with artists and shit like that. Just because I'm like, they're also not doing something that's normal. And I enjoy that aspect. It makes them special to me, right? And I myself feel special to myself because I am also not doing what everybody else is doing. And I think that's why I'm kind of infatuated with this person that doesn't even know my name. (laughs) Not that that's like a fucking good thing. It's also, it's not, it's also not a bad thing. At least in my opinion. Because it gives me something to... Like... Strive for, if that makes sense. Not necessarily that I... Like... It's my force that's driving me. But it's like... You make a lot of goals throughout your life. And it's better to have more than one goal. Because having more than one goal... Gives you more of a drive. And a want. For shit. Like... If I didn't want nice material shit i wouldn't try to get a good job if i didn't want a nice house a nice family a nice white picket fence i wouldn't do the things that i wanted to do you feel me like i wouldn't have motivation to do the things just because life itself is really difficult but i also know that it's not like relationships don't fix your pain and money doesn't fix your pain like i understand that fact. And the fact is that you have to be strong for yourself. And in me being strong for myself, I like to make goals, right? Because I'm already strong and I'm already happy where I am. But goals give me a reason to strive and not stay comfortable. Because, like, I like my life. You feel me? And I don't feel the need to go chase a girl down to get her number. Because I'm happy. But... At the same time, I'm comfortable, and being comfortable kind of makes me feel stagnant, if that makes sense. Not that it's like a bad thing to be stagnant, but like I want to give myself motivation to work harder and work smarter and do things that I want to do because I want to do them. And I can see how this could be like negative, right? Like me having goals to keep me motivated could be negative in the sense of that I'm not happy where I am, but I am happy where I am. I just want to continue to push to be better. And not because I don't like myself, but because I always want to be growing and not because I don't see myself as good enough, but... Because I want my life to be really nicely written. Like, when I die, I want want to look back and be like, I'm glad that I didn't just stop there. I'm glad that I didn't just stop when I lost this amount of weight. I'm glad that I didn't stop eating healthy just because I realized that I'm still going to the gym. I'm glad that I didn't stop because I was happy where I was. I want to always do better in every single way, shape, and form, and that includes the ways that I don't really talk to everybody about, like, romantic shit. I think that's why I'm really excited for just point-blank period. It gives you some reason to be excited, you feel me? Like, when you were a kid, you saw a new toy, and that's what drove your excitement, and... I just like reasons to be excited and you give those to yourself. You feel me? Like the reason, like there's reasons to be excited all the time, obviously. Right. And I always find them, but I find them when they're more profound. Like for me, love is something that really excites me. Like getting to know somebody is really exciting. Getting to talk to them and learn what they like and learn what they don't like and just point blank learn about a person and have somebody learn about me and that's a really exciting thing for me like when I start jobs and shit that's really exciting for me because I get to meet new people and that's like the most exciting thing for me meeting people I really enjoy people and their stories and what they have to say and what how they think and how they talk and how they act and how they breathe and how they socialize and I really enjoy that aspect, and I think that's why I'm looking forward to a relationship because it's more beautiful when someone's more vulnerable. You feel me? And a lot of people aren't vulnerable with their friends. You feel me? Like, a lot of people aren't that comfortable around saying just whatever, unless it's really close, like a close friendship. You feel me? Like, there's things that I don't really know about my best friends. And there's things that I don't tell my best friends because I'm like, well, it's not necessary for you to know that. And I don't think I'll ever just share that to share that. But when you're in a relationship, there's stuff that you kind of have to. Like your wounds, your likes, your wants, your goals. And I think I love that the most. I love hearing and learning about people. I feel like people are like walking books. You just have to open up. And allow people to read the page and most people are not able to open up and let you read their page and I kind of enjoy that aspect the most out of everything like I like that people are able to open up in the first place because that shit's cute to me like I really like having people talk to them talk to me about themselves and that's why I always, came off as like the the therapist type of friend just because like I want to know about you and I find it interesting and I like to listen I'm a listener deeply I think that's why most of these podcasts are like tips and tricks just because like I don't really know what to talk about like normal things right because like conversations you have you go based off whatever you and other person want to talk about And when I'm by myself, I don't really have shit to talk about just because like, I don't know, it's, I feel like it's kind of weird to have conversations with yourself. I think that's what it is. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, damn, I just watched this movie, this movie maybe think of this. This movie was whack because of this ending. Like, I don't know. I'm just not like the average person. Like, I really like having deep conversations, especially when it comes to just conversating by myself. And that's what these are most of the time. They're just conversations that I have with myself. And the majority of the things that I want to talk about are things that are going to be helpful towards people's lives. Because if I want something to come out of my existence, I want it to be helpful in some way, shape, or form. Not that it needs to be helpful. You feel me? Because I also recognize that that's kind of like a trauma response of my own. That I want my words to have a... A meaning or like I want to be important, but it's not that I want to be important. It's that if I want, like if I'm going to talk, I want it to be good. And not for the fact that I need it to be good because I want people to like me, but more so for the fact that I want to like what's coming out of my mouth. I wouldn't just kick you in the shin because I wanted to kick, you feel me? Like I want my essence, I want my being, I want my existence to be a productive existence and I also see that as like a traumatic response or like a trauma response because I realized that I overwork myself like a lot and in me overworking myself I don't get to go out and be fucking a normal person like like during high school I really prioritized schoolwork so I didn't make friends just point blank period because I knew that the majority of the people in my high school were just smoking and drinking especially because the high school that I went to was a pregnant people school if you know what that means it means fuck ups (laughs) and I was trying my best to not be like them and not fuck up but in a way that kind of stopped me from living and experiencing but I don't think that that was like necessarily a bad thing because If it's something that I really wanted to do, I would have done it. You feel me? And I got to do that during college. And I didn't really like that. Like, if anything, I like being a goody two-shoes more than... I like being a fucking bad kid. Because when you're doing really bad things, it only leads to worse shit. Like, it's kind of like when you lie, you only dig yourself a bigger hole from lying than you were in in the first place. And... I don't think that being a good person is that bad. Like, obviously, it's something that people teach you. But it's my nature. Like, it's me to be a good person. Although, there could also be a fucking trauma response. Like, I recognize all of the things that I say could also be out of trauma. But I don't feel as though they're out of trauma because it's something that I want to be doing. And if I want it, it's for... My own person. You feel me? Like, I don't just do things because I want people to like me. Like, fuck that. I don't even... I'm not even nice to my fucking family. So, like, if people think that I'm doing this shit because I want them to like me, they could kiss my fucking ass. And that's why I don't think it's a trauma response, because I'm not doing it for anybody but myself. I'm doing it so that I'm myself, because myself is a cheesy-ass fucking person. And a good person at that, so, I'm just trying to give myself credit, and allow myself to fucking be myself, and be true to my nature, even though, like, I can be manipulative if I wanted to, but I just don't want to, because that doesn't feel good to me, like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, fulfill me, the way that being nice does, you feel me? Like, people are bad people because that's what they want. That's what they enjoy. That's themselves. You feel me? They're just doing what they want. And they don't give a fuck about anybody or what anybody has to say. And that's the same thing for me. Like, I'm just nice because I don't give a fuck. Like, you could treat me like shit and I'm still gonna be nice to you just because Like I don't see the purpose of being a prick to you. Like, fighting fire with fire only creates more fire. And the only way that I'm going to fight you is if that fire is something that I know cannot be put out. Like, most of the time I try to leave from example, right? Like, if people step on my toes, I'll just let them beat the fuck out of me. Because I'm like, you're not going to learn if I'm being mean to you back. You're going you're gonna to think that you got away with whatever you got away with. But if I'm nice to you, you're going to recognize that, holy shit, this person is not to get me. And I'm being a shitty person. You feel me? So I just don't even fucking fight with people. Just because I don't see the point of fighting with people. Like, unless you're a real piece of shit. Like, let's say you're we're both at a grocery store. And you're yelling at the cashier. I'd be like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, there's no need. Like, obviously you have some deep-rooted issues that stops you from being able to cable... Being capable of controlling your own fucking words in public. You need therapy, like fix your shit. And that's the only time that you know I go off on people. But if you're like being mean to me, and I'm not a cashier, and we're in line at the grocery store, I'd be like, okay, like, what's your fucking problem? But if you're me, mean- if you're being mean to like my sisters. While I'm in line, like, if you say some shit under your breath, I will turn the fuck around and be like, what did you say? Say that louder. Try again. You feel me? Because, like, there's certain things that I do fight for. And don't get me wrong. I think it's right to fight for myself. And I will when it's necessary. Like, if I see something worthy of me beating your ass over, right? Like, if you tell me that I look like a boy and I'm a girl in public, I'm not going to give a fuck because I get that shit so much that it doesn't bother me, like, This is, I dress like this on purpose. So, like, why would I let that shit bother me? But if you're like, you're Mexican and Mexicans are this and this and this, I'm going to be like, yo, you don't talk about my race, homie. Like, you don't. Like, I don't give a fuck what race you are. You can back the fuck off because my people were here before yours. And if you don't believe that, I could punch you in your mouth. And then we wouldn't have to worry about you speaking ill again. You feel me? Because then you would have to go get some shit fixed before you could speak again. And, like, I do see certain things worthy of advocating. And there's certain things that are not worthy of my time and energy and effort. So that's another reason why, like, some people think that I'm just, like... Like, I don't fight for myself, but it's not that I don't fight for myself, it's that, like, I don't see the need to, you know, go off on you. Because if I do go off on you, it's not gonna be pretty. Like, like, I hold myself back, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I do really, 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 really repress my anger, because I know that if I don't repress it, I could... Really, fuck some shit up. Like, either ruin somebody else's life or ruin my own life. Because that's how bad I can get. And so I try not to get to that point. And I'm really able to manage that part of myself. Like, very well. Like, it's kind of like that quiet kid in class. The one that everyone's like, oh, well, don't fuck with that kid. Because you don't know what that kid's capable of. And that kid scares me. I'm that kid. Like... The majority of my high school friends used to tell me like when i first met you i was scared of you (laughs) because i thought you were gonna beat me up and i was like yeah i give that vibe off like and it's accurate you feel me like my energy speaks for itself it's right like you're scared of me because you know i could beat your ass like but i'm not gonna beat your ass because i'd rather be nice and if i do beat your ass it's not gonna be pretty like i don't want to get to that point i don't want to stoop if that makes sense like i'll be mean with words and that's as far as i get because once my hands are involved i think it's low of me to get to that point like if i have to use my hands or I have, if i have to get physical i feel like i already lost at that point like i lost because you don't win a fight you feel me like the fact that you fought you're already not winning You can't even control yourself and you're in a fight. That's how I see it. Like you have no self-control and you really let your emotions run and dictate your existence. And I don't want to be run by my emotions. Like I will give you some words and I will make you fucking second think what the fuck you just said. But once it gets to physical, I'm just like, "Mm." that's where I draw the line. I'm like, it's not really worth it. And the majority of the time, a lot of the things that people say about me, I don't I don't see as a worthy challenge, if anything. Like, people think that I don't fight for myself, but it's just uh, like, I'm already better than you for the fact that I, I'm not going to say anything. Like, you could be stupid and reflect on that. Reflect on the fact that I don't care what you said. Reflect on the fact that I don't care enough that your words didn't hurt me. Reflect enough that your existence wasn't important enough for me to acknowledge it. So I think, if anything, my silence speaks louder. And me not trying speaks louder than when I try. And I feel like that's why I let people step on me. I realize that it's not as healthy because I need to release my anger. But I can release my anger in healthy ways that is also productive for myself. You feel me? Like, I don't want to be going off on people unless... I know that they're going to do it again, unless I know that it's in a behavior that they're not going to change. Like, I feel like that's why I'm kind of mean to my family, because, like, I've lived with them my whole life. And so I know that they're not going to change. And so it's not healthy for me to just sit there and take whatever they're going to dish out, because I know that they're going to do it again. And if I don't make some sort of scene or make some sort of... I don't know, like, say shit back to them. They're just gonna sit there and pummel me with their fucking existence. And I'm not gonna get sh- stepped on by my own fucking family. So, yeah. And I think that's why I like my family Be Like, they think I'm extra sensitive and extra mean. But it's really not that. It's really that you want to say some slick shit out your mouth and not expect people to say anything back? Like, you got that shit twisted, my guy. Twisted. And if I wanted to be twisted, I'd play Twister with your fucking mom. So stop. You better stop. Would you speak to your mom with that mouth? Because I don't think so. And the majority of the time, like, another thing. This is not really a complaint. But, like, I'm the mean one out of my family. I'm the one that has a hot head and quotation marks. I say that, like, from their words, from their point of view. But everybody in my family talks back to my mom. Like, all of my siblings talk back to my mom. But when I do it, it's a fucking problem. That's what pisses me off the most. So I just, like, I'm like, "Mm, no. I'll let a stranger talk to me like that, but you? You're supposed to be my blood. You're supposed to actually give a fuck about my feelings, and you don't. So guess what? I'm gonna slap you with my words, and I'm gonna make you feel like shit. But majority of the time, I don't do that. Just, again, because I'm a good... Well, I say I'm a good person, because that's how I feel on the inside. And because I'm not gonna, like, make you cry, but I can. But I don't wanna stoop, so I don't. Like, I can. Like, I've made grown men cry. I've made multiple men cry. Now, thinking about it, I've. Counting on my fingers, I've made five guys cry. And that's just in college. (laughs) I think that's. Sorry, that's duping. Because I don't like to be mean. But I'm proud of that fact. Because they deserved it. Like, if you get me to that point where I can't hold myself back, you definitely deserved it. Definitely. Judging by my own character. But obviously I don't do that anymore. Like, I haven't made somebody cry in... A year? I want to say a year. Maybe two. Shit. I'm getting to an hour. Holy fuck. That was quick. Okay. Well. I gotta end this. Cause this shit scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> anyway. So. I hope that you enjoyed me talking to myself. Because I really. R- rarely do this. Type of thing. Without giving tips and tricks. Just cause like. It's kind of awkward. Like. Speaking to yourself. Thinking about it. Like. I'm an awkward person. But I can also admit when things are awkward. So like. I don't know. Anyways, I hope that you have a good day, a good night, whatever you're listening, and that I see you in the next one. Peace.